0: Yo, what's up everybody? Um, today, I think we're gonna start our first episode of Lost Generation Yay! Um, so, alongside with me, uh, my, my name is Mark, by the way, um, there's Thuong
1: Hi, this is Thuong
0: And Mei.
2: I think I need to sneeze
0: Right, can okay.
1: <laughs> you do it like
2: before this? Okay, <laughs> so
0: <Sure. laughs> for this uh, first episode, I think we're gonna talk a little bit about like what defines us as Vietnamese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like what do you guys think? Like, The most like, definitive?
2: The first thing that comes to my mind is the language. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty obvious, but um, we all grew up listening to our mom and our grandma singing lullabies to us. I, I still remember the words until today, and I think most of us can. Also, there are certain Vietnamese words that we cannot really translate it to another language. For example, the word (laughs) Hi. Actually, yesterday I talked to a friend of mine. He just got back from the US. Uh, He was studying in Pennsylvania and he said that there aren't any Vietnamese in his university. He was the only one. It gets pretty lonely and he kind of miss hearing Vietnamese. Mm. So he finds it really endearing when he comes back home and just feel like blend in and being a part yeah. of the community again
0: yeah i think like that can be like a really relatable situation for people who you know study abroad mm-hmm. i don't have that feeling like right away when i come when i came to australia but yeah like after a while yeah i think like i i kind of want that familiarity mm-hmm. Or like the fact that I have my mom and my dad, you know, and like maybe the tongue as well. But like not really like clarify like your, your friend, you know, <laughs> just like a really buzzing thing going on to me. Yeah. That's interesting. To me, I think like when I define myself as a Vietnamese, it's not that easy. But I can totally say that I'm proud of being a Vietnamese by the love of history in general and especially like uh, the Vietnam War mm-hmm. because I don't know like when I do the research about the war it's just such an interesting piece of history in a way because it was around the time where there's like a lot of social issue going on like the media just started to uh, like got the boom you know like every American household like they have TVs and such so they see all of this like Raw footage of the wars and you know the aesthetic and all of the things like that. But one thing that Thlum actually said to me before is that I look at it in a really third perspective way, mm-hmm. but not necessarily like in a Vietnamese way. like what do you guys think about that? like
1: yeah, is- because when when I said that, I kind of I kind of imagined you standing in between of mm-hmm. everything and you look at the history from like a very varied perspective, then you don't really proud of being a Vietnamese in general. You're proud of the the history that was made during that time, Mm -hmm. not because you are a Vietnamese and you are the descendant of the people who actually made that history, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's the point, you know, like when you talk about like if I am define myself because of history, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think that's my main point of like to define myself as a Vietnamese. But um
1: how about you, too? Well I don't know because this is a particularly hard question wow. for me. I think for most other people as well if you like really think about it because my brain was kind of triggered to think in reverse and when so when I encountered the question I just thought of things that made me not Vietnamese. Right. Yeah because I was born and raised in a very traditional Vietnamese family but then if there's one thing not Vietnamese about my family then that would be our religion yeah. um, my parents are Catholic yeah. I was raised within the the Catholic uh, sort of mind yeah in <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> that spectrum um I'm not like the hardcore uh, Catholic practice but like it's hard when you the big part of your bringing is just, Surrounding doing something that other kids do not really understand. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't really relate to the Vietnamese practice in that in that aspect, and because I know you guys are like either atheists or like like, (laughs) semi-atheists. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, because if I go to church, then people go to the temple or something, and they do things in the New Year that I don't particularly do. Um, yeah, which is I just feel like it set myself apart, and there's nothing particularly Vietnamese about being a Catholic. I yeah, think. yeah, That's
0: so interesting, <laughs> and we have talked about this like for a long time now, like since we. First man, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, like that's the only interesting part that I always ask about. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, it's it somehow just keep coming back to that topic. I feel like he's very curious because I'm so fucking different from <laughs> regarding that aspect. Well, I mean,
0: history, you know, also involves with religion. So I'm just like, you know. Curious. Yeah,
1: I, I think it's also started from like, um. We, we would set up a day to meet, but then I would tell him that I have to go to church and yeah, then I'm he like, would ask like why would you go to church? <laughs> like what what is the mean <laughs> yeah, like I'm asking questions like I'm fine.
0: Like, i <laughs> I'm like, what did you guys do, man? Like I'm so interested by Yeah, yeah. So if
1: you if you imagine like I grew up like that, like mm-hmm. I do a lot of things that people around me don't really understand. Yeah. So I think with that, um, it doesn't make me feel Vietnamese. Right. Compared okay. to other people, okay, yeah. yeah.
0: So, do you guys think like for to be a Vietnamese, you guys have to have like these core values like you have to go to, to, to the pagodas because you are Buddhism, or what else? You know, do you guys think like that? Or,
2: um, I think a big part of our core values, the number one is patriotism. Like, for example, um, in the Vietnam War, we don't just Fight to fight, you know? Mm. We fight for our independence yeah. and we fight because we love our country. We want the North and the South to be like the whole Vietnam. Yeah, again. it's a
0: war of unification, basically. Yeah, you know? it's yeah. just like a really misunderstood war in a way. And that's mm-hmm. why I'm interested because of that.
2: So, do you feel anything like um, sentimental when you read about the the war,
0: I mean, not technically love, <laughs> but like they are like tons and tons of stories, like small stories about like soldiers, you know, like mm-hmm. getting married really young, but then they had to go to the war, you know, and they fought for a cause, you know, mm-hmm. it's not just like because they just want to fight,
2: yeah,
0: and then they died young, you know, like it's, it's, it's like I think like I can relate to that small stories, you know, mm-hmm. but like in a way, when I look uh, at the war. It's basically really like factual because I look at it in an American side and also Vietnamese side as well. Yeah,
1: I I think for you, uh, you just look at it because you found that the facts in there is really interesting. Yeah, not particularly because, like, I'm curious because this is my root. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think I look at it in a
0: big picture kind of way because. (laughs) It's a huge period of time technically. And that's why I said that like, I don't know if that really like what defines me as Vietnamese
1: mm-hmm.
0: or just being proud of that time frame <laughs> in particularly, you know? Mm-hmm. Um but yeah.
1: Yeah, but I just feel like what you guys have been talking about is the things that happened a really long time ago. Mm-hmm. And from my observation personally, not many Vietnamese like kids, teenagers our generation really relate to that on a very personal level or they don't even understand it really Mm. yeah so so how does that that love for the country show out during this this day that you can relate to yeah i think like
0: right now when it comes to like what defines us as a Vietnamese, like yeah. all the regular teenagers, and I'm being very like stereotyping. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's more about like the physical things, you know, like, uh, when I ask someone, they would often say they are proud of being Vietnamese, or they, they define themselves as Vietnamese because they love football, for example, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they can go on the streets and then parade with the flag and all those things, you know, like...
1: Any of you do that, actually? I don't.
0: Nah. Yeah, I, don't. I I think I have a saying, like, I don't put a lot of my my heart on, like, trivial shit. Oh. Um, I'm sorry. I think this one will be offensive to a lot of people, but that's just, like, me, you know? Like, if you go on the street and do that, I'm totally fine. Just don't... Affect me. <laughs> like, don't go in traffic or stuff like that, but I'm totally okay with the fact that, okay. So you define yourself just because of that. Mm-hmm. But to me, I don't feel the same way. Like, how about you guys? I don't know.
1: Yeah. I, I don't do that myself, mm-hmm. really. Um, not because like, I'm not into football or soccer in general <laughs> or sport in general, but like, um, I just don't really see the meaning in, mm. in that. You know, like yeah. but a lot of people put that as a way of showing their love for the country or the support for the soccer team mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. But I, I don't really feel that. I just feel like they're following a certain kind of trend, mm, which yeah. I'm not really following. Yeah, and because
0: you have to realize that if they do badly, then people are going <laughs> to criticize them like the hell of it, you know? <laughs> so yeah, I think that's really interesting what you said about trends.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah, because I feel like a lot of people don't really understand why they're doing that. They're just doing yeah. it because a lot of others yeah. are doing it.
0: Again, like yeah. physical things, you know, just yeah. like... So yeah, like when you ask a teenager, it's really easy for them to say, okay, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm Vietnamese so for sure. I have a passport, right? I live here for my entire life. Yeah. But when you really think about it, it's like so actually, you're really like deep down under.
1: Yeah. If if you speak about the legal and the nationality mm. factual aspect of it i think is quite easy because i often say that i'm from vietnam mm. which is something that really exists yeah. but i don't really say that i'm vietnamese not because i'm not proud or anything it's just subconsciously, um it's subconsciously like, i don't really relate really to mistaken. the term yeah. yeah
0: and like have you guys ever been mistaken for being like an overseas vietnamese or Korean um, Chinese i, or I
1: have yeah. i have been mistaken for We are Korean, but but that's just because I live in the very Korean Mm -hmm. area of the city. Yeah, (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have been mistaken for so many times now. I think like when I went to Kong Cafe with Ling, yeah, um, there's a there was a waitress, right? Like she (coughs) approached us and she just immediately spoke English to me, and then right away turned around, said like Vietnamese to Ling, and I'm like, that's just so random, like how. And I think like it's the fact that maybe I have a certain vibes that mm-hmm. people can somehow mistake in me for being either an overseas Vietnamese or some other nationalities. You know, like have you guys felt yeah, that yeah, before? Yeah, yeah, I,
1: I do felt that kind of vibe from you, right. Tell me more. but <laughs> I, I, I can't really because. It, it's kind of indescribable. Mm. Um, but yeah, maybe the way you dress or the way that you wear certain accessories. Or <laughs> I love
0: rings. I'm not that um, lie.
1: But yeah, but do you correct them when, when they mistaken you to be something else other than Vietnamese?
0: Yeah, I think um, sometimes. Sometimes. Um, I think when I get really tired of it, I'm like, yeah, I'm Vietnamese. Well, but sometimes it's gone subconsciously, and I'm like, okay. Um, no, I, I'm actually Vietnamese as well, but sometimes I.
1: You go with the, I just go <laughs> with with the it. Floor.
0: Especially when it was in Saigon, like, cause it just happened for so many times. You, you have to understand me. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm just gonna go and flow with it because basically, like, I went to groceries, you know, mm-hmm. in Saigon. I was there for like five days, and it's such like a brief moment in time, and I. And like they just spoken English to me, so why have to change? Because I just want to buy like some toilet papers.
1: So it's it's just you purely know. for like convenience. Convenience
0: and, and a, bit, like, <laughs> a bit, a bit amusing at times. But like I don't really like take advantage or feel like proud of. It.
1: Why do you find it amusing though? I think I know why, because I kind of do as well, yeah, uh, as me. much as I don't really want to admit it. But like, I know, I know. I think like
0: because, in a way, like, and I'm not saying I'm better than anyone, but my English is quite good. So, and like we said before, like, I have that vibe, but somehow people would immediately associate me with, like, either an overseas Vietnamese, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's the reason, you know, and...
1: Mm, I think for me it's just the the situation is kind of make it more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Even though you're the one the only one who knows it. But like like...
0: the interaction just seems weird because like I literally brought my passport with me. It's a green (laughs) one. But somehow they still try to speak English to me. I'm like, okay. Let's just go with it. (laughs) Yeah, I'll try to be like a Korean this time. You know, yeah, it's so interesting. It's so interesting. Um
1: so other than the history, is there anything else that made you associate yourself with the term Vietnamese?
0: Hmm. I think when I first came to Australia, like during like my teenage years, um mm-hmm. I didn't really felt like either I was a Vietnamese or I didn't really feel like belong in Hano in general. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think I was really edgy at the time. You, know? you still are. I still am, yeah. but I, I put more thoughts into it. You know? Not just like, oh my
2: god. It's also, this
0: deep edgy. Deep edgy, yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> philosophical.
2: <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, it's like, I, 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 I totally, and I, I, I have to be honest, I totally hated Hanoi for some mm-hmm. uncertain reasons at, the, at that time. Mm-hmm. But then, and then, when I had a chance to come to Australia, I was really like fucking ecstatic because first I wanted to go to New York, but it didn't turn out well. So I went to Australia instead, and it was just like a new world, you know, like it's a new beginning to me. And I felt like I, I felt cool, I felt mm. a bit cooler when I tried to assimilate into like this new improve society, and that's just my thoughts at the time, so don't, you know, <laughs> take don't think it about, Yeah, <laughs>
2: don't
0: take it personal. But then like by my, I think like my second year of university, I, I started to feel this, this this strange feeling of like Hanoi, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, when I talked to my mom and my dad, I felt that there was a certain emotions going on that actually helped me to keep going, but I couldn't because I had my anxiety issues and such. So I came back to Hanoi and somehow it's much more breathable to me and I feel much relaxed in a way. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe it can be associated as like a homely feeling, I guess. What do you, what do you think?
1: Mm, is it just because of the the cons, um, the context aspect of it that makes you feel more welcome in Hanoi? Yeah, I
0: maybe. Maybe I think because like I said, I think when I talk to my mom and my dad, like they support me a lot actually. So that's mm. why like mm. at the moment, like I can talk to them like friends, not like a really nice. shitty friends, but like a good friends. You know? <laughs> like, no, you not know, really sure. <laughs> like hey hey, you know, like I don't use a lot of like
1: Ah mm-hmm. but somehow no, somehow why still... do you use them?
0: Oh. Is he a Oh, uh, okay.
1: Really? But like, <laughs> okay. because we mm-hmm. have this
0: mutual understanding in a way, you know, Yeah. I think it relates back to the homely feeling as well. It's that like we connect together even more. So I think like the situation that I have, yeah, yeah actually kind of augments the fact that, you know, I have that feeling. Mm.
1: Yeah. But, but when you moved from Hanoi to Sydney, mm. you didn't feel that.
0: Still have to clarify that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Critical um, questions. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I yeah, I feel like it was an escape rap to me in a way. Hmm. It sounds sad, but it was like around a time when I was feeling really trapped, you know? Hmm. Not for any particular reasons, well maybe some, but like mm, you know, being a teenager, you know, you have like a certain restrictions on doing things and I have never really felt like I was belonging into like a certain yeah. group because I just like, I'm, I don't know, maybe it's like my personality in a way, but I'm so different in a way, not Korky? like, not quirky, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it's just like I felt something that like different, you know, because mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like the way that I talk or the way that I interact with people. So I just felt like there was a certain trackness.
2: So do you think it was because uh, you were more exposed to Western media in Yeah, general? I think
1: so. Yeah, mm. yeah, I think so. yeah, I think I think we all do, considering our generation and how early our parents introduced us to like English and TV <laughs> and technology. Yeah. Yeah, but I think we all exposed to like different aspects of the the media that we think so differently to one another. Um, I think we all study English very early in yeah. our lives and half for me, like half of my education is in international school. Yeah. But then I also got the jump from like a normal Vietnamese school to international school. Yeah. So nice. I don't know which one like to relate to or like which one to grow into. Yeah. So I kind of grow into both, which end up like <laughs> <laughs> not, not like nowhere, but like now I've grown enough to like embrace that kind of individuality. But then when you, when I try to reconnect with like other Vietnamese in mm. a very Vietnamese way. <laughs> I don't know. Um, there's just certain <clears throat> things that I feel different from everybody that I don't really see the connection there. Considering like my taste, my exposure, my religion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I get that that stuffy feeling of yours. Yeah. But yeah. it's so
0: like indescribable in a way, right? You yeah. don't have any words or you don't have yeah. any like reasons. You just felt there was something that was missing yeah. in order for you to enjoy. And I think it also kind of relates to my question a little bit for you guys. that like have you ever felt like you are such a contrarian that you can't really enjoy things that can make you define yourself as a Vietnamese in a way? You know? Mm. It's a hard question, but
1: I don't know. It is, yeah. Yeah. it is. I think so, yeah, because like I I think it's came down to my my overthinking of yeah. everything. That totally is <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but um I I do enjoy myself with um with them but I also like I don't really I don't know, there there's just certain things that I I feel like there's missing from from my experience that I keep having to jump from one place to another to get the, the full experience of it.
2: Mm. Yeah, so what about Ling? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think um, I would say I'm the most Vietnamese out of all of us, <laughs> <Man> <laughs> just, just three of yeah. us. <laughs> I actually go to Vietnamese school, I know, throughout um, primary to high school. For me personally, I find it a little bit hard, a little bit difficult to really go with my friends, my high school friends' jokes. Mm. I don't really find it funny. I find it a little bit offensive.
0: Right, yeah. and That goes into like straightaway stereotypes. Yeah. (laughs) But like, I think you can stereotype a little bit because there are people like that, right? Do you guys think that?
1: Yeah, but I I just don't like stereotype things in general, you know, because... um, if you think about it, like, you think about Vietnamese as a type in mm. a box, right. you know? <laughs> yeah. You can't really say anything. If, like, if you introduce yourself as a Vietnamese, mm. okay, I know that like, you come from Vietnam. Yeah. But what else can I say about you, like, if not being stereotypically, right. and you it know? can lead
0: to, like, a yeah. problem, right? Like, yeah, because,
1: like, there there's so much more mm. to a mm. Vietnamese than, than just that title, whatever that means, yeah. and whatever stereotypical thinking that's going on right. out there. Yeah. So yeah, I just don't really... <laughs>
0: yeah, but like, do you guys think that many people actually realize that?
1: Mm, what you do know? you mean?
0: Like the fact that, you know, being in Vietnamese is much more than, you know, mm. some stereotypes, for example. Because it goes back to the fact that some people identify themselves as like, uh, football, you know, fans and like, they go on the streets, you know, and then they parade with the flags and all these horns going on. <laughs> like, what's up with that horns? By the <laughs> way, it's like from South Africa, right? It doesn't make sense, bro. <laughs>
1: that South African
0: like, Z- Zumbala or something like horn. Um. <laughs> Maybe it's hot. <laughs> I mean, very stereotypical. But anyway, I'm sorry.
1: Um. I don't know. I don't think many people think about it, though. We're Mm -hmm. just a group of very overthinking (laughs)
2: people.
1: We are are lost. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. we are lost. Um, We're just a group of very overthinking people. But, um, yeah, if you really think about it, then there's so much more to being a Vietnamese. And that kind of leads me into the question that how do you actually define Vietnamese, though? I don't think there is a definition.
0: Yeah, I think... It goes along the line with you that I think it's really hard to have like a word, for example, to describe yourself as Vietnamese. Yeah, you can either be this or be that, but at the end of the day, maybe you still are a Vietnamese. You know, you, yeah. can, you can like jewellery, <laughs> You can be feminine. Come on, you know, like you can be anxious. You can be everything. You know. Yeah. It's just, it just doesn't matter.
2: Maybe this is the way that we put this question. Uh, I mean, what if we ask someone that, like, uh, what defines you as an American or as a British, yeah. for example? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Do they,
2: they, they, they would say, like, stereotypical things, mm-hmm. the, the first yeah. random things that come to your mind. Yeah. Um, when you really think about it and overthink it. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think this question can be related to pretty much everyone on this planet, I think, because like, yeah, like you said, um, and I have met um, a lot of Americans, you know, like they are proud of their country, they are proud of being American because either they, they they are, they love the fact that they can be alleged, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, um, to, to the flag, for example, or, you know, something that is really like stereotypical, like you said, um, but yeah,
1: Mm, Yeah, because I I just feel like we all have a different definition when it Mm -hmm. comes to what defines Vietnamese and also as Ling said, because this is a way that we phrase the question, how do you define yourself? As Vietnamese it's yeah. make, make the context of it a lot more so personal create a
2: problem yeah uses.
1: because yeah I feel like I faced uh, an identity crisis when I, yeah. when I tried to answer this yeah. question did, did you google yeah I did <laughs> and you...
0: yeah. yeah I literally typed down like what uh, how 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 to define yeah. like people as Vietnamese and then like they have like this bunch of like Um, answers, but basically about like, how to say this word in Vietnamese, (laughs) (laughs) like, for example, like, Thuong Thuong is so prominent on Google, I'm like, what? How?
1: But anyway, yeah,
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, Uh, yeah, it's come down to like the understanding of language that they try to explain Vietnamese, but, uh, yeah, I tried to Google this question, and there's just no, there's just no answer that I'm happy with, Yeah, yeah, because I think... Uh, underlyingly we just create our own definition of the word Vietnamese. Right. But yeah. that, that leads me to the fact that maybe it doesn't exist as a thing. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think?
0: I think like in a way creating terms is to dumb down a lot of philosophical questions. <laughs> you know, and it's also easier to identify. <laughs> To mm. something you know but yeah like you say if you really think about it like critically it's really hard to answer you know and mm. sometimes maybe you even realize that
1: it's not it's an identity crisis,
0: crisis. <laughs> so, so much for guys yeah. <laughs> like
1: no the thing is i i do love my country yeah. um in certain aspects um whether it's my understanding of the language or the understanding of culture um it's not just Um, knowing it, but really deep down understand why we do something. Um, But it's just, it's such a sentimental aspect of it, though. Um, It's not really as factual as you would prefer it. Mm. But it's just something that we, well, I myself, grow up with um, for 21 years of my life. That if when you live with something so much or when you practice something, it just becomes endearing and Mm. it becomes your... Your habit, yeah. yeah, kind of.
0: Right. Yeah. I think like yesterday, I had a conversation with my dad. Um, I went to a cafe with him. Mm. <coughs> we usually do bonding. That. Bonding. Yeah, I'm old. Yeah. Um,
1: twenty
0: three, I think. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I went. Uh, yeah, I sat down with him in a cafe, and we actually talked a little bit about a little bit about the history mm-hmm. of Vietnam, in general, like the Vietnam War, and why like Hanoi is kind of being a, a little bit set back mm-hmm. in terms of you know comparing to South Korea and things like that and we actually uh, he actually asked me this does like getting older when you are in like another country for example makes you more sentimental and miss Vietnam even more you know do, what, what do you mm. guys think?
1: I did spend like a few months abroad mm. I, I don't think it's long enough to like actually be <laughs> sentimental about uh, going away from home but yeah I, I do miss certain aspect of it but um yeah I, I don't think I have reached that that stage in <laughs> life as you said yeah uh yeah to be really sen- sentimental about coming back to my home country mm. yeah 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 do you feel that when you were in Australia?
0: Mm. To be honest, I don't, Mm. Um, like I don't feel it as powerful as for example, like my, my relatives in Australia, you know, like they are getting really old and like they just miss being Vietnamese in general because you know, like they they live in Australia happily, but most of the time they do like chores or, you know, taking care of the babies or the children. Mm -hmm. So they have this homely feeling that they just want to, you know, come back. Mm-hmm. And I think this is also like a generational thing as well, like yeah. we are so influenced by a lot of shit going on yeah. you know, internationally, so that sentiment I think is not that strong to actually really relate to it that much. Do you guys yeah. feel like that as well?
1: Or? Yeah, I think it's just because we familiarize ourselves with a lot of culture, mm-hmm. that's when we Went abroad or we live abroad, um, we can still relate to that culture that is living there. Mm. So in a way, I felt fine just living abroad and I can relate to people there, even though in certain aspects, I feel like they don't really understand me. But um, I I can live with that, you know. Mm. So I think that that sentiment is not as strong as like your... Relative living abroad for a really long time, and they are actually rooting to come back. Yeah. Yeah, to something that they 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 know. No. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they come back all the time. It's like <laughs> they are about to get the citizenship, and they just come back. And I'm like, you know, yeah, I get it. So that's why I said that I think it's more of like a generational thing. Yeah. And for the younger generation like us, and we don't feel that strong urge of like homesickness. I think. Because yeah. yeah, again, like we got so many influences out there, yeah. But like, what kind of like things that your friends in London, for example, don't really relate to you?
1: Um, they they didn't expect like explicitly said that, but I can kind of feel it. Um, it's just the the difference when like um, my mom checking on me mm-hmm. more frequently than yeah. their parents do, or. Um, I have to go like visit my relative living in London, Mm. um, like actually spend time with them, quality time with them. Um, they, they don't really understand why we have to bond with such a distant relatives Mm. or, um, the way that I cook, the way that I eat. Um, yeah, just certain like small things like that. Mm. But, um, yeah, it doesn't really affect me that much, you know? Yeah. But yeah, if, when you lived abroad, what did you miss about Vietnam?
0: Mm, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, I think I miss Vietnam in terms of like, and like when I actually realized that Vietnam is okay, you know, I don't have any hate on it. <laughs> I grew up. Like I, I honestly yeah. felt like I actually have grown up since I was like an edgy teenager. You know, I realized a lot of shit. I have my ups and downs, so I think one thing that I realized that I love Vietnam would be like the family values in a way. Um, Mm. Maybe not certain aspects of it, but like the fact that we we take care of each other, you know, even physically or emotionally in a way. Um, Or maybe just my family, I don't know, but like I I actually talk to my family quite a lot, Mm. like pretty much about everything and sometimes it's a bit inappropriate. (laughs) <laughs> I think, but like it's really comforting in a way and it's a bit yeah. of a relief to have someone by your side and you can actually just pour it out. Because yeah. like again, I have been diagnosed with my anxiety before, I still have it, mm-hmm. but now I think that I can contain it and make it into something else. Um, but yeah, it's like coming back to the core values as well. Like sometimes maybe subconsciously you don't realize it, but that Vietnam is still in you. And yeah. sometimes yeah. I think it's actually fine to actually, you know, tell your parents about everything. <laughs> you know, it's not something that is like pussy about. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hurt. Anyway, yeah. How about you guys?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would put that value um I value that core uh beliefs a lot more than other things like when people mention Vietnam they relate to the food. And many like <laughs> many study abroad students, they would say that they miss the food yeah. so much. And yeah. I, I can't really relate to it. I remember I I miss my family and then I miss being with them and being comforted by just being with my the people that I know. No. Um, but yeah, but the food, not not really. <laughs>
0: I mean I
2: can
0: relate to that. Like <laughs> no. Wait what? No. <laughs> I am it's like I yeah, like I, I was studying in a group, you know, for like this yeah. assignment and like during this quarantine thing. And then there was one guy who said literally about the fact that he just wants a bowl of food right in front of his face. Yeah. Because he's just like, oh my God, I just need it. And I'm so for it. I'm like, sure, dude. Like, let's get <laughs> that to the assignment, please. But uh, like again, I think to me, I don't really associate myself, like, identify myself as Vietnamese just because of the food.
1: Yeah, but, but that is the thing that comes up very often exactly. when you Google it or when people exactly. talk about and it. And it
0: became a stereotype as well, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I heard
1: people say, like, if you cannot distinguish, like, a good bowl of uh, yeah. with others, you're not Vietnamese. And I'm yeah. like, I'm sorry, I'm not
0: Vietnamese. Yeah, yeah. and like, I often see, like, on Facebook, they have this kind of, like, 10 Vietnamese? things that <laughs> makes you become a Hanoian or something yeah. that, like, if you don't do this, you are not a Vietnamese like,
2: and I score really low, because I'm like,
0: like for example, they have one quote about like, have you ever experienced traffic jam in this particular street? And I'm like, bitch, like traffic jam is the same. Pretty much everywhere. So like okay, so because of that I'm not a Vietnamese. So I'm like, wait,
1: what? And I
0: score like two points out of like 12. Just because I don't eat a certain food, I don't go to a certain street. Yeah. So stereotype to a point where I'm like, yeah, again, identity crisis going on, <laughs> yeah, it's so interesting, it's really interesting like seeing this kind of like quotes and such,
1: you know. Yeah, because I, I don't really relate to any of them exactly. for that, for that like, matter.
0: You live really far away. Yeah, it's I live very, very,
1: very far, far away, so.
0: Yeah, 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 it's like, it's so much going on and it's not just because like you've done this and then you immediately become like yeah. you know, like it somehow augments you to become a bit amazed. I think that's just like ridiculous basically. Yeah. Um but like I think for Ling she can associate herself. I mm-hmm.
2: I've with been her listening background. all along, but uh, Well yeah, you're being quiet. And yes, I'm, like, I'm, I'm <laughs> sweating balls right now, like what's up? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Personally, I can relate to your friend about the bowl of pho thing. After the 14-day quarantine, I had a bowl of pho and it was divine. Right, okay. I loved it. and I had another bowl of pho the day after that.
0: That's so interesting. That's (laughs) really interesting to me. Oh yeah, I relate to your friend. It's like like something out of Indiana Jones you know like you just saw like a pot of gold or something
1: Because well, i think in, in this context it's kind of the same yeah yeah yeah
0: i don't feel that at all like yeah. i just eat it because it's good yeah <laughs> sometimes i feel like that's just a role. oh yeah it's just food maybe i'm being too cynical i don't know but you are yeah that's about it no, yeah
1: but but i do relate to that because i i don't crave Well, I do I still get I still got Vietnamese food when I was in London Mm. but um I the thing is I feel like I can live without it um I will be sorry for myself for saying this in the future but uh, (laughs) I think so but yeah for now I can say that I I can live without it that's why I don't really relate to the stereotypical
2: list of yeah. things that makes yeah. you Vietnamese. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. agree that the list is stupid. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's
0: stupid, all right. It's just like someone, the admin did. And <laughs> it yeah, just list down and then... do hate. No, 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 What? <laughs> Damn. But yeah, anyway, I think that's an interesting thing. Uh, in Australia, I didn't really eat much Vietnamese food.
1: Hmm.
0: I eat spaghetti. Yeah, well,
1: yeah, I but eat did, like, the Australians have like good food though. No, it's not. Hmm, really? Oh.
0: Yeah, it's like meat pies. And like, it's yeah. really kind of like semi British.
1: Yeah, kind because I, I was I was gonna say that British doesn't <laughs> really have... <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't really enjoy traditional British food. Yeah. That's why I went back to of yeah. <laughs> getting it. doesn't have a food.
0: traditional cuisine, that's the point. Yeah. Like it has like, meat pies, like chicken pot pie.
2: Everything <laughs>
0: pie, and pie you know, basically, like, I think, and I'm being stereotyped again, but like, I think British love pantries in a way, right?
1: Mm. Like
0: Wellington and those kind of things. Yeah. This is a bit sidetracked, but uh, <laughs> yeah. But coming back to, to my story, I think, like, in Australia, I didn't really eat that much Vietnamese food. I don't have any cravings for it. Like, yeah. sometimes, like, for example, my best friend in Australia was a, a Vietnamese girl. She was born in Saigon, and she loves, like, having noodles and those type of thing, right? So we actually did come to like Capper from time to time, which is like a predominantly like Vietnamese neighborhood. Mm. Um. But yeah, I, I went out just because it was a hangout rather than like, oh my God, hell yes, I'm going to get some, <laughs> some fur today. I'm oh I don't have that feeling. Mm. So I think I don't relate that to like... Guys, Mm. but it's interesting to see people, you know, Mm, eat that with the happiness in their face because I just eat it because I was hungry, (laughs)
1: Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I would eat it with like a very happy face, (laughs) but that doesn't really define me as anything, you know, because anyone can enjoy, yeah, food, (laughs) (laughs) you know, especially good food like we have here. So, yeah, I I don't really feel like there's any. (laughs) Anything particularly Vietnamese about yeah. your ability to enjoy yeah. certain things? But you can be proud. Yeah, Vietnamese cuisine, right? Thing, yeah. right? yeah, I think like Vietnam
0: Vietnamese cuisine is often ranked kind of highly. Yeah, we in have really good now. food. Yeah we, yeah, yeah, we do, we do, we do. Mm. I can't think of only food right now. God damn! But,
2: like, <laughs> yeah. but I was thinking, mm-hmm. of, um, a lot of people say I am Vietnamese. They pair it uh, with a list of things that they're proud of that only Vietnam has.
0: Right. I think, yeah, like when you list down things like that, yeah. food and football uh comes to mind. But I don't think, like, a lot of people, like, for example, our generation actually mm-hmm. cares much about history. Because mm-hmm. I went to museums of like war and stuff like that. Yes. I'm the only Vietnamese
1: in there. Yeah. Yeah. Especially
0: it's like gone. I'm like,
1: Yeah, it's it's kinda sad you think about Yeah. Because like the the most enthusiasm that I've got um for like Vietnamese history has been coming from foreigners, not from my friends per se. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I don't know if it's just a thing that we're so familiar with or it's just something that we don't really care about. Yeah, I don't think it's
0: I think it's more about like they are not caring
1: Yeah, so because they're not caring anymore, I don't think that should be something that defines them as Vietnamese. I don't think they define themselves
0: as Vietnamese because of that. Yeah. Like, they don't really think about Vietnamese as I do, for example.
1: Yeah. Because, like, when you list down a list like that, yeah, I I am proud of what you've been listing out. But it's not a definition to me. It's just a list of things to be proud of and anyone can be proud of that you know yeah. yeah so when when it comes to me i just value more on the the sentimental side of it the right. the core values and my understanding of yeah. what it is yeah. yeah
0: again i think i'm on your similar page like for some cultural values of vietnam i like it yeah. you know, I and mean, i i embrace it and in in a way i was born with it you know so yeah i i really appreciate that but also the physical side of things. I, I think the factual side of things mm-hmm. would be more correctly, would be for me and the history. So that kind of ingrains even more on how I, I'm proud of being Vietnamese, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, The Vietnam War is a really complex thing and I don't expect people to just immediately like pop out like, <laughs> you with know, like, stories or things like that. Yeah. I understand that, so mm-hmm. it's okay even if like, they don't define themselves because of the war. Mm-hmm. It has been a long time, sure, so we move on yeah, sure. I agree. Yeah. I'm just a, like, I love history and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how about you?
2: I think if, if we skip, if that's too complicated for you to relate, let's just circle back to some core values, like family values. I think the reason why your relatives are so longing to come back home is because they want to be with their family. They
1: yeah. want to see their yeah.
2: children grow yeah. up. And their own family, things mm-hmm. like that. I think whenever um, just foreigners they mention Vietnamese, they think that we're very friendly and generous and we're always very welcoming towards everyone.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I think like coming back to my relatives, um, mm-hmm. like their family is actually all in Australia, mm-hmm. okay. but like the young generation, uh, I mean, older than us, but uh, they are already assimilated. Mm-hmm. They got their citizenship, like they live happily in Australia, but like the old older generation, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they always have that feeling, you know, because like it's such a tight knit thing for them,
2: mm-hmm. and it's
0: yeah, such I... a core value. It's not even like a mom, but like it's a really core values. Yeah,
1: I think it's be- a part of it is because their children grow up in in Australia, so they kinda of lose that value mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. In no matter how hard they try to like transmit that value. Yeah, it exactly. just it just kinda of fade out with the environment that they yeah. are in. So yeah, I, I think they're long for that that connection that cannot be found yeah. really anywhere.
0: Yeah. So they basically can't relate yeah. to like the Australian ideals, I think, because like in a way like my uncles and my aunts they're basically Australians the moment they were born. Like you can't deny that in a way. Like they are so laid back. Like literally laid back. <laughs> like they have camps everywhere. Like they just want to like <laughs> You're being <barbecue>. stereotypical. are <laughs> like, down under. Like what's up with that? We're like I like it. I like I like the in a way that Australians they have. They also have like a distinctively also like really similar family values as well. Mm-hmm. Um. um my great aunts and my great uncles, you know, like, my family is really big, you know, in the mm-hmm. countryside. Mm-hmm. And my great uncle always have been, like, wanting to go back and live in the countryside as well. So I think, like, yeah, again, it's a really, really cool value to them, mm-hmm. But not for us. Yeah. I think
2: that's something that they feel deep down inside them. Like, when I first read the question, I was brainstorming and Googling really hard and trying to come up with nice things, poetic things, but then um, at the end of the day, I guess I just feel a, a certain sense of belonging, and mm. I find myself really enjoy being in Vietnam and seeing like, typical Vietnamese things. Yeah. Mm. Not, not necessarily the sewage or the dogs right. barking in the middle of the night, Yeah. But I enjoy the little things like some nice corners in Hanoi and how busy Saigon is. I think I talked about this before, but for example, Paris, the city of love, city of light. I read some articles or some people saying that uh, Paris is not really that glamorous, except for the high-end fancy stores. But then I actually watched a YouTuber called Damon, and he said that he never really, truly felt the spirit of Paris and feel like a Parisian until he fell in love with a Paris guy. Right. Okay. And so I guess it, it comes down to your sentimental feelings towards um a place or a country, as we're talking about Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Mm, I would say that define me as a Vietnamese. I yes, used didn't really enjoy it, like, oh, this again, that again, but then it, it grew on me, mm-hmm. and I find joy in the little things. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I think um, for our question of this topic, like what defines you, me, anyone mm-hmm. as a Vietnamese, it's, it just came down to your personal values and how you actually feel the the country, the city that you live in because it's just different for everyone and yeah, it's kind of indescribable to say what really defines me as something
0: Yeah, yeah I agree I think being a Vietnamese is just to be yourself, you know and maybe somehow can redefine or absorb the best out of all the values that we have
1: mm-hmm.
0: even if it's considered weird or not mm-hmm. uh, So I think it's much bigger than just the word like Vietnamese
1: well, yeah, we end on a sentimental note, then. I think um, the definition of being a Vietnamese is just it changes variously over time from person to person. So who knows like tomorrow there would be a different um, definition of what being a Vietnamese means. so um I think it's just the best if we can just stick to our own definition of it and believe that. Um, It's the best one to be around. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hell yeah.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good edit.